So hi, we're on the Good Noise Podcast with Exits. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you to start the project, and what does the project name mean? So uh, thanks for asking that. So um, I kind of, music was really always a part of, I guess, you know, my being as a person ever since just elementary school, being interested in music, just something that I loved and gravitated towards. And like, it was just a, a great way for me to express myself. So it was really always part of my life. And then when I was in high school, I really started performing under my own name. I used the name Matt Porter and I would play acoustic folk music in local coffee shops. And that was um, just really fun for me and friends would come and we'd be having a great time with some acoustic music. Yeah. And then when I was in college, I really started thinking about where I wanted to go with it. Um, and, you know, after school, like where, like how can we make music still a sustainable thing? And so I really wanted to create it as a project and kind of take a lot of the musical influences that I had had over the years and really, you know, use that and be very intentional with myself as an artist and a project. So I created Exits my junior year of college. Mm -hmm. And the idea behind the name was really just, I think that was a really big um, transitional period of my life, just, you know, heading into my senior year, thinking about where life was gonna take me, like where will I work, what types of, you know, what jobs can I have, you know, what changes will there be? And then also this change in who I wanted to be as a musician and really, you know, turning this into something that was a hobby, to something that was really intentional and that I wanted to connect to people with. So that that name, that word exits really, I think to me means that, that transitional period of, you know, going from one place and starting something new. Um, and that's that's why I chose that name. And there was, ne there was never anything else that came into my mind. It just felt right when I, when I thought of it. Okay. Yeah. Like All right. That. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I really like that. Uh, so you released a new record, Loner. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Congrats on that, by the way. Oh, thank you. Uh, I think the response was great on for Loner, which came out in March. Um, that was something that was really years of work. Ooh. I had, I started working with um, a friend of mine who produces out in Los Angeles. So we did that record together, um, mm. my friend Judy Caro. So I think like we, over a, a couple a couple of years, we're really developing that sound. And so when Loner came to fruition, it all was just like everything that I wanted it to be. And then the response was, was really good from the fans who I think have been slowly building over time. I, I have a pretty, like the fans that I have I, are very dedicated and they are very interactive and engaged with like giving feedback on the album. And the response was very, very positive. And I think it really came out at a pretty good time. Just I think a lot of the themes on that album are really about, you know, isolation and those feelings but also kind of like wanting more than that and i think you know when we kind of started quarantining around the same time the album came out i think that that really connected with some people oh, that is like perfect timing yeah God, did you plan this <laughs> i did not i promise you that i'm definitely very bummed out about the situation that wasn't it wasn't a marketing scheme or anything like that. it just really <laughs> It really just happened that way. Right. Good to know. <laughs> uh, so can you tell me a little bit a little bit about your writing process for this record? Yeah. Um, so I think the most important thing to me about writing is just being genuine and authentic, which I'm sure, you know, any artist that comes on here will probably say a similar thing. Um, so I guess like for me, the process is just very ongoing. It's just like living my day to day life and just as things transpire, as things happen to me. I think that's where the inspiration comes from. And there's just like this, this, this feeling that will like really come in me of like, I need to sit down and write. Um, and there's no, I wish there was like a strategic way for me to say when that happens or how often that happens. 
but it really is just ongoing. Like I, I just know when there's something on my mind that I need to let out and that's when I'll sit down and write. And uh, more recently I've been learning production. So that's been very new for me. Mm -hmm. um, but previously I would really just sit down at a piano or a guitar and kind of just sing what was in my head. And a lot of my songs have really come out in like one take that way. Uh -huh. um, but now it's, I think production is like its own instrument. So I'm really trying to, you know, start with a very simple layer, build the lyrics and then add in uh, like different sounds that fit the mm -hmm. message. So okay. we'll be hearing that new production element in your, uh, in your new songs, I would assume. Of yes, of course. Okay. That's been like my biggest focus these last few months is spending that time to learn really how to do it all or do a lot of it more than I'm used to myself um, so that mm -hmm. I can kind of have that flexibility and freedom as an artist to just sit down, write something and release it. Because um, I think I've been very, my, my previous releases have been very spread out because it's been a very time consuming process, whereas I'm hoping that this can really help um, speed that up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you kind of already answered this question, but if you want, you can go more in depth. Can you tell me where your headspace was while creating this album? Yeah. Um, that's, I think it's, it's again, it was really like a period of multiple years of my life. So I feel like it's so hard to summarize those years into one idea. So I'm sorry if I like rant about this for a little bit. <laughs> um, but so this, these songs really started, I started writing them in like 2017, um, which I, I graduated college in 2016. And then I think it was like really that, that early 20s transition um, period, which I guess I've talked about before. Um, but that's really what this is about. And I think my my first EP that I released, which was self-titled and called Exits, I think that album ultimately was about, um, there's, I think, dealing with emotions in like a, a negative way. There's like, a lot of blame placed in that album and it wasn't very self-reflective. And I think just, just also as part of that, I think time of your life was, I think, as I was kind of progressing through my early 20s, I really started thinking about, okay, like, where can I reflect on myself? Like, why have I been feeling the way I've been feeling? Um, what do I need? What steps do I need to take as a person to get through this and, and deal with emotions in a healthier way or um, like deal with loneliness in a healthy way? So I, I think that ultimately is what is the message of that album. I think like a big part of my identity. And I think like, even when I get categorized online, it's like that like sad boy type genre of music. But I think what Loner does is it kind of like takes that idea and it, it, yes, it is, it's sad. And it's about that feeling of loneliness, but it's also really ultimately about is wanting that to not be the case, which like the, the intro of that song, the, the last line like leading into the album is, is I don't want to be alone anymore. And it's really just about like, yes, this is how we're feeling. This is, this is sad. Um, but also like we need this space and we, I need this music to speak so that I can get through this, these feelings. Okay. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, so That's what good. band or artist influences do you think you can hear the most on this album? A good question. Um, really, like, I think all my fav my favorite artists are all across the board. I think mm -hmm. a lot of inspiration I get as a lyricist is from Death Cab for Cutie, which has always been um, a favorite band of mine. It's kind of like that descriptive, introspective lyrics, not that uh, I can compare myself to the legend that is Ben Gibbard. Um, but I think like he that kind of methodology inspires me a lot. Um, but also a lot of like, there's so much good music now that's really, I think, like ambient and emo, which is, I think, kind of that space that this particular record is in so um an artist i like a lot is nothing nowhere who he's he does emo rap um 
what I guess would be how to summarize his music. And then, I mean, even like when we're, when we're in the studio putting together these songs as a team, a lot of times we'll pull up like a reference track yeah. to kind of see like, oh, what are, what are artists doing and how can we like kind of structure our songs similarly? Not necessarily like, it's not like copying, but it's really just kind of like looking at the sound and, and looking at different techniques. And I, for this album, like we pulled up NF, who's a rapper. Oh. Um, we looked at uh, the band Camino. We looked at big fan of them. I'm a big fan of Chelsea Cutler. Um, we've we've referenced her songs before. Um, All right. Yeah, so I think really it's, it's across the board between like rock, between pop and emo and rap. It's really a little bit of everything, I think, on this album. Yeah, Very a good eclectic. balance. Mm -hmm. yeah. So this one should go like super, super fast. Off That's the top good. of your head, for new listeners, I want you to describe this album in three words. Okay. Uh, good is the first one. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> introspective mm -hmm. would be the second one. And... Uh, okay, this isn't one word, but like friendship. Like this is the album friendship. that like, you can count on like in the middle mm -hmm. of the night, like it's there for you. Okay, solid. Yeah. I like that one. That one's really good. Um, so is there a certain feeling you want listeners to have while listening to this album? Well, that was a great segue, Shane. Yeah. Uh, based on that last <laughs> question. Uh, I think like, I, I really like, the music I like is the music I can kind of like listen to when I'm up late at like 4 a.m. and just thinking um so I, that feeling of, of just like being lost in thought in the middle of the night like when you're just like kind of by yourself you're lonely but like you're able to process and think and like a lot of times like i'll be listening to music in the middle of the night it's just like it feels like it's there for me and that's really the feeling that i want to go for with my music but also in, in live shows is just like this idea of genuine connection and you know or all being connected so i think connected would be the feeling that I'd want people to feel when they're listening to this. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So we know you literally like just dropped this album in March, as you mentioned. Are you working on any more projects? Is there anything big on the horizon? Album, EP? Yeah. So um, everything that I'm, I, as I had sort of mentioned a little bit, is I'm really like taking that step to learn how to do a lot of this myself. So I mm -hmm. have a lot of demos that I've been working on in the last few months, like since um, Loner came out. So it's really taking the next steps with that, choosing you know what I like and what, what direction I wanna go in and kind of turning that all into a project. So that will definitely be on the horizon. Okay. All right. Uh, so where do you see this project in the next five years? I just want it to be bigger than it is today, honestly. It just uh, if one more person is, is part of this, then to me, that's, um, that's, that's all I want. This is really something I do for myself. And you know, I just want to make music that, that I like so I can put it out into the world and having conversations with people about it. So if in five years it's further than it is today, then I'd be happy with that. Hell yeah. yeah all right. Wonderful. So for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. That's perfect. Let's do it. Sick. So we're going to go straight to death row then. So oh. if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Boom. Boom. The drink. With a drink. Um, drink. There's a lot of options. There's like a lot popping into my head right now. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Does that have to be like a traditional meal? Can I? It's, it's what whatever you make of it. Whatever you want. There aren't any rules. <laughs> rules are stupid. I would want, like, I would want ice cream. It's, right. it's not a meal, but... What flavor that's though? That's, that's what. That's all I would need. With flavor. Yeah. Um, Can't just say ice cream. 
It's true. They're gonna be like, like pistachio. A pint of ben and Jerry's, like, uh, half baked. That's a oh. go-to. Mm-hmm. I like mint chocolate chip as well, so that could be on there. I know that that might be controversial. All right. What about like two bowls of ice cream, mint chocolate chip, and half baked? That's true. Yeah, that that'd be great. That'd be very generous of the people on death row. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that, that, that would be what I want. And then for drink, I don't see mm-hmm. my favorite drinks. I don't know if they'd go with with ice cream. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I could like make like a root beer float or something Ooh, like that. You know, yeah, you just yeah, go yeah. with the dessert or a smoothie or not a smoothie, a smoothie or a or a milkshake. Milkshake, yeah. Just go all out on the dairy. Exactly. All right. You aren't you aren't yeah. lactose intolerant, right? I'm not. I think okay. I'm getting there though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your body just slowly starting to reject it. <laughs> yeah, it's slowly it's oh, slowly no. dwindling, and the tolerance is just getting worse and worse. Oh god. Oh man. <laughs> okay, well, going out with a the bang then. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, why not? God. So, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you mm. live? Hogwarts. I love how that you? was. I'm Ravenclaw. Actually, I'm drinking out of a um, Ravenclaw. Oh my god! Right I love that. As you what should. What house are you in? I'm Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. What about you, Shane? You know? I have no idea. He's like. Um, We'll have to make him take the test. Yeah, yeah. Man. I'm pretty sure Slytherin, though. He's not a Gryffindor. Slytherin? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Slytherin. Ouch. Yeah. Because mm. yeah. he's ambitious, right? Not, not evil. Yeah, ambition's Yeah, good. ambitious, yeah. Me evil. No. Oh, my God. No. Okay, so. I know, like, a lo- oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Question with that. No, I was no. just saying, I think a lot of people, you know, whenever there's a question like that and someone says, Harry Potter, I was like, well, there's, like, all these horrible creatures and there's Voldemort and that would, that would suck. No. But no, it wouldn't. It'd be great. Like that's, that's all just, part of the process of being exactly. a wizard. And that's basically in that like one era. Like that's what if you were after the battle? Then it's like mm-hmm. everything's fine and sunny and rainbows and everything. Like that's only when Harry goes to school. <laughs> when yeah. he goes, everything just completely, yeah, God. And being associated with him just probably ruined everybody's time there. Like, Honestly. I, I can't yeah. imagine that book being written from someone else's perspective of just like, Everything just kind of seeing everything happen. by Harry is like, yeah. exactly. Oh god, that must have been kind of sad. Just kind of watch it. Well, actually, no. Yeah. Anyways, like, so you get home from a from a long herbology exam, and you're, you're like, you're really excited to share that news with your parents, and they're just like, oh, like we saw we saw Harry did this. Like, oh, how would you react? I would cry. <laughs> yeah, it'd be terrible. Yeah, that would, that would kind of suck. Terrible. Just your entire life revolving around Harry, and you're not even like yeah. his friend or anything. Exactly. Man. Man. Ow. God. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to has actually said this is the most important question. Okay. What's your favorite color? Well, okay, hold on. Now I need to think. I mean, if it's that mm-hmm. important, you know. It's very important. It is. I think there might be some hidden meaning here. Oh, there really isn't. There really isn't. <laughs> We're not like gonna judge you off no, of your no, favorite no, color no, or anything. We don't have no, a no, chart no, next no. to us. Like, oh, red, really? My favorite color is blue. Blue. Okay. Color. okay. Do you have a shade. specific shade? Yeah. Um. Yeah, actually, I like light blue. Like that, like North Carolina blue. Ooh, it's yeah. a good shade. Mm-hmm. Good with regular blue too. Actually, once before a show, I had gotten a DM that was just like, "What is your favorite color?" Like, or his favorite color and favorite animal. And oh. um, so I responded like uh, blue and chicken because that's my favorite animal. Um, 
and I didn't really know, you know, why I got that message. And then I had, I had a show that night and a fan had brought a, a blue bag with a stuffed animal chicken in it that they had handed me. So that oh was my God. really cute. That is <laughs> so cool. cool. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. And then there was like a, a bracelet in there too um, with, with blue and black beads. It's really sweet. Oh my that God. So that cool. makes me so happy. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, me too. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, so as Gloria said, that is all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, I want to plug the Good Noise podcast, which everyone should listen to. <laughs> and and uh, my Instagram is at Exits Music. All right. Well, uh, thank you for sitting out with us. This has been Exits, and uh, we're the Good Noise podcast.